The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF with uh, Weekend Gardener at 9.07. Mike Riley here, along with uh, the distinguished counsel for the Weekend Gardener, uh, Rufus Rufus Edmonston, a former Secretary of State and Attorney General and uh, Deputy Chief Counsel in the Senate Watergate Committee, and also, and most importantly, the Secretary General of Gardening in North Carolina. Boy, that was a mouthful. We're so glad glad you're here, sir. And Gerald Adams, who oversees a, a big plot of land. You know, Gerald, now how many acres are on the Centennial campus? <clears throat> Centennial is 1,000 acres, but 200 of it is the golf course. And uh, it's about 1,000 acres uh, over there on Hillsborough, between Western Boulevard and Hillsborough? Uh, or is it more than that? The university, <clears throat> I think when you add it all together, and that includes the vet school, gets up to about 2,000. So I don't think the main campus is nearly close to 1,000 yeah. because the vet school's got a decent yeah. amount of acres. But I do believe that uh, uh, it's getting set up yeah. pretty good. I noticed that during all that awful stuff at uh, Michigan State, they mentioned that, that they had 5,200 acres at Michigan State. Wow, I wonder—is that an ag campus too? Do they have agriculture there? Very, know. very possibly. Yeah. So of course, know. you know when you get you yeah, know, you get into the, state. To the, state's got a lot of real estate, but it's not there together. I mean, you get out to Lake Wheeler. Lake Wheeler, the, there's the a bunch of turf grass farm and all the agriculture things out there. I bet that's of, about um, eight hundred thousand acres out there. Probably more than a thousand. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, they I, have. I love it because it can't build up around me. It's, be- it's beautiful out there. It really is. And they they have uh, test plots uh, for uh, turf. They they have uh, field day and not all kinds of stuff. Out so there. my relatives used to own that land. Oh, my goodness. So where the turf grass uh, farm is used to be King Peach Orchard, and that would have been my great-grandmother. On my father's side. Now, how successful were they with peaches out there? I don't know, but you can ask the next time you see Carlton Campbell, Phil's husband, say, Carlton, do you remember picking peaches up at King Peach Orchard? He said, yeah, I remember when I was a little boy going up there to pick peaches. My father and his brothers picked uh, picked peaches for McLeod Farms, peach farms in South Carolina, and those are Melissa's relatives. So we went out at my place. Uh, Marie, my neighbor, remembers Peach Orchard there. Yeah. 
uh, right, right there where my house was. Well, that is, that, is that sand? That's not sandy soil out there, is it? No, it isn't. But it, You'd figure she, that it was. He remembers a peach orchard. Huh. And that must have been peach orchard country out there. Must have been. Yep, yeah, that stretched through there because my father later in his life, when sometimes he wasn't thinking clearly, said there was something in when that land was given to the university, if any of it was ever sold or not used for university purposes, then the proceeds were supposed to go back to the oldest heir in the family of which at that time, that was him. So I thought he was talking crazy stuff. I never realized until mm-hmm. later on that when I went back to doing my family tree and saw some stuff and realized, uh-huh. and I said, because well, the little mid-Pines Road that cuts through uh, from Trine Road over to Lake Wheeler and right. part of say, there's the old Cary Macedonia Church Cemetery there, and I can go show you my – Great grandparents there, and I think great great grandparents buried wow. in the cemetery there. How about that? That's called a reversionary clause. Uh, reversionary clause. Uh, that in that the deed, the reversionary clause. If you don't do what you said you're going to do, it reverts back to the original heir. Well, I want my land. Look that up for me, Rufus. Put put me on the clock. <laughs> Will you will you do that on a percentage basis? <laughs> I think we'll have what we call some interlopers in there. <laughs> well, we got some we got some interlopers. I can find you some interlopers. I tell you, one of them who is not is uh, Monica, even though she's getting ready to speak. Uh, grown, caught, raised, and made. Right? Is that right, grown, Monica? Grown, caught, raised, and made. Yeah, you've got me questioning myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, somehow, you know, people ask me that, and I texted you one day, and you told me what it was, and then Bobby asked me what it was, and I couldn't remember, but Jason, our producer, remembers it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's He's, right, all from the mountains to the coast. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad Bobby asked that. Now, if anybody, I'm going to put myself out of sign here. It's, it's got to it's be a catchy cr- raised made. Yeah, did did the commissioner come up with that, Commissioner Troxler? Because that's I'm, it's under his realm. That that's under, right. I'm certainly sure he has. He had some say in that. I bet and he did. Help help get that going. Yeah. Well, that, let me tell you, my uncle Jones Holler in Boone had a meat market, and his slogan was "Fresh from the stall, y'all." <laughs> <laughs> Fresh from a stall to y'all. Where's my pen? Here, let me write. I got to write these things down. So, Monica, how's everything? It's a little, uh, little chilly out there this morning, isn't it? It is a little chilly, but the sun is shining, and it looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. Yeah. So, um, I'm we're sure it will. The sunshine, regardless of the the chill in the air, I guess you could say. But um, it's worth it to come out to the market and maybe bundle up a little bit and. And walk around and, and grab some of the beautiful things and um, delicious things that are grown, caught, raised, or made here in North Carolina. Um, there's a great selection um, every day as we're here seven days a week. And a few other vendors do come in just for the weekends. And um, we're so thankful to have all of them here and supporting our market. No doubt about it. Now, uh, the uh, it, it, I think about the farmers out there. And uh, all that they have to put up with uh, weather-wise, uh, what are they bringing in right now fresh? Well, of course, sweet potatoes are here year-round, and February is actually sweet potato month. And so um, if you follow the sweet potato, North Carolina sweet potatoes on social media, 
you've probably been seeing special recipes or just special information about sweet potatoes in general. Um, so wonderful recipes they put out there and different ways to try them. And we have all different varieties of sweet potatoes. Um, so that's something that's always a favorite um, here in North Carolina as we are the number one producer of sweet potatoes um, in the United States. So um, support our sweet potato growers um, every every month, but especially this month as that is kind of the month that's set aside to celebrate North Carolina sweet potatoes. Um, of course, there's a great selection of apples still here. I had a pink lady yesterday, and it was it was delicious, still mm. crisp and um, really good. There's fresh apple cider. Um, we have those tunnel strawberries and blueberries that come down um, or come up from down around the Wilmington area. Um, wonderful taste. If you've not had those, um, be sure to stop by and try some of those. They're absolutely delicious, and nothing better than strawberries and blueberries um, all year long. Yeah. Kind of a treat in our winter month. Yes, ma'am. Um, broccoli and cauliflower are um, something that we've got some really beautiful heads of broccoli and cauliflower down there. And um, cauliflower, you may just not see just the white regular cauliflower. You may occasionally see some of the purple or the orange cauliflower. If you go to Chick-fil-A, you can get breaded cauliflower. It looks like, looks like chicken. That. looks but like chicken. Thing. I don't know if it tastes like chicken, but... Yeah, I don't know about that one. Um, I have, I'll have to give it a try, I guess. Mighty good, mighty good. Yeah. What um, about Brussels sprouts? Are they out yet? We have been seeing a few Brussels sprouts from um, time to time down there. And brock, um, well, I mentioned the broccoli already, but other greens like your turnip greens and um, kale, spinach, collards. We have some um, lettuce, some fresh-cut herbs, and... We do have some um, greenhouse-grown cucumbers and things like that popping in here and there as well. And those winter squash, you can find some of those, like the spaghetti squash, acorn squash. And, of course, we have firewood, which um, is always a popular commodity this time of year because you just never know when you're going to need it. Um, so you got to keep it in stock. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll sell it to you by the load or if you just need a few pieces, um, ever how you want it, they'll help you out. And we've got a lot of specialty vendors here this weekend. Um, of course, our cookie folks that come in on a regular basis are here. We have someone with beef jerky and some different sauces, breads. Um, That's what I would mix is is beef jerky and cookies. There you uh, go. Yeah, you got a little, you got a little sweet, you got a little salt. There yeah. you go. Get get both of it. Satisfy all the taste buds. Mm-hmm. Um, we have hummus. If you haven't tried that, we have someone that does all different flavors of hummus, and they make their own pita chips that go along with that. We have our fresh salsa, which is always here, and they do a wonderful job, and they have it from the mildest to the hottest. So ever how you may like it, they do have all those different flavors. Honey um, from our local beekeeper. Did you say honey? Honey. Mm-hmm. Honey. Yes. We have honey for the honey, right? Yeah. Um, we have. My- How about sourwood? Not, sourwood. not yet. I don't think you sourwoods have bloomed in the mountains yet. Yeah, there may be some up in the market shops. I haven't paid attention lately um, to see if there was specifically any sourwood, but I know that um, I think Barry has that from time to time, which is be blessed down in the farmers area, and then we do have a lot of other folks with honey up in our market shops as well. We have microgreens, um, the great selection of those available. Um, we have a good selection of locally farm-raised meat. Those fried peanuts are down there, and we have some beautiful cut flowers. 
I know we just got through Valentine's Day, but you know, flowers are good on Valentine's Day, but they're good any day. They sure um, are. They just make everything happy and um, having a fresh cut bouquet of flowers in your home just just gives it a sense of happiness and um, peace and just a wonderful thing to be able to have those available this time of year as well. And might get a person out of the doghouse. Oh, oh boy, yeah. I wasn't going to mention that. <laughs> well, I did. <laughs> Bring some flowers and jerky with you and you're, you're set. Yeah. Gerald will be there about about 12 o'clock. Because <laughs> he's always in the doghouse. Always in the doghouse. Yeah. Well, you might better have some cut flowers at hand. Well, you're, you're pretty close to the market, so you can scoop by any time you need them, right? Yes. Um, oh, and we do have one of our um, shrubbery vendors that came in today, and they've got some beautiful camellias down there and a few of our other early spring blooming um, shrubs. Mm-hmm. available so i drove by and it just caught my attention because i saw some of the star magnolias and tulip trees and i think some persithia maybe and those camellias are gorgeous so stop by and check those guys out um if you're just really wanting to get out and play in the dirt a little bit you can maybe grab you some something new to, to add to your landscape um of course Superside is always here and they have everything you may need for your lawn care um you can buy that sod, by the roll, by the pallet, even by the truckload if you need that much, and they'll probably deliver it for you if you need that as well. Mm-hmm. Monica, a moment ago we had a caller, Bobby, who was looking for old-fashioned azaleas that that grow very tall, and mm-hmm. we were trying to think of who might have them. And now, I do know that I'm pretty certain if they haven't already sold them, they did have a few azaleas yesterday when the, our shrub folks moved in. And if they don't have them down there with them today, if they tell them what they're looking for, I'm pretty certain that they would make arrangements to get them exactly what they need. They may have to bring it back up or they might could go out to their nursery and pick it up. So if Bobby's still listening, um, you get a chance to come out to the market and talk with them today. They'll probably be glad to help you out with that. All right. And uh, market shops got all kinds of things to give you. Uh, they surely do. Um, we have all the traditional old-fashioned country store items in there that you can find. The old-fashioned bottled drinks. We have hoop cheese. We have all the baked goods and canned goods you can imagine. Um, one of our favorite things in there is 3-2-1 coffee. Um, and that's a great thing maybe to stop by this morning, get a hot cup of coffee as you're getting your day started, and maybe walk around and shop around the market. It helps keep you a little warmer. Um, while you're doing so, and those guys are doing a wonderful job. Stop by, hear their story, and support them in all they do as they're they're really doing a great thing. Um, NC State students who had a vision and have definitely done a great job in seeing it through. Yep, and uh, some wonderful restaurants out there. Certainly. We do. Um, the restaurants, we have our State Farmers Market restaurant, and you were speaking of sayings earlier. And yep. I was talking with Gypsy this week, and one of the things, they used to have a shirt that said, put some sauce in your mouth. And uh, <laughs> Put some sauce in your mouth. They, they have sauce meat at... at no, uh, sauce. Put sauce in your mouth. Oh, I thought they were talking about sauce meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think they have that on their menu. But well, I don't know why not. <laughs> that would definitely be a southern treat. So yeah. I guess you could say that would be some, some sauce in your mouth. Gerald, you ever had a sauce sandwich? I attempted some one time, and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> I used to sell it in one of my stores. Sold yeah. a lot of it. Yeah. How about that? All right. Well, something to think about this morning. So, 
That's right. So if you want a good southern home cooked meal, like that's what, what we're I was trying, trying to, to say. say with that is come over to the restaurant. Yeah. And they can definitely fix you right up with those homemade biscuits and everything that goes along with it. Yes, ma'am. And um, Market Imports is a nice place to visit. It is. They have a great selection of outdoor furnishings for your lawn and garden, and of course for inside your home as well. Um, things that are brought in. They look for very unique items from all over the world, and they bring those in over there. If you're looking maybe some special pottery or some kind of container with getting your um, landscape or something new for your patio, you can come over there and definitely get something picked out and have it ready to put those spring plants in as they start arriving. Well, uh, why don't we, before you leave, Monica, why don't we bring in J.C. Knowles so he can say hello to you? That sounds great. Yeah, J.C., good morning to you. Want to say hello to Monica? All of you. And uh, Monica, uh, I did call out there one day. As soon as you get your list made up of all of the activities for the year, because I want to start publicizing it in my newsletter yeah. every every month. Absolutely. I certainly will, Mr. J.C., and it's so good to hear from you this morning. I will go ahead and mention our Spring Craft Fair is coming up March the 17th through 19th. 17th through the 19th. That won't be – I mean, it, that's just a month. It'll be here just like that. It yeah. certainly is. I'll, I'll call you out there Monday and uh, give you my email address and everything. Okay, that sounds great, Mr. J.C. Yeah, I love I love the farmers. Market. Yeah, who doesn't? Mm. Well, thank you, Miss Monica, and we love Miss Monica too. Monica, you you take care, and you too, everybody. Come see us. We're here seven days a week. We will. Bye right. bye bye bye. So, J.C., yeah, how, how's everything in Apex? Everything is beautiful and uh, the safest I, place I, in America. I'm a little earlier today because uh, a few minutes, about thirty minutes, we're leaving, going down to Wallace. For a family reunion, we we haven't had our reunion in in over three years oh, because wow. of the epidemic and all. So I'm looking forward to getting with family members today there. But I wanted to report to you too. The uh, last Saturday evening, I went to a banquet at the orphanage. Uh, we're we're celebrating our 150th anniversary there. And the table that I sat at, there was a gentleman to my left, and I was introducing myself to him. And he said, oh, I know who you are. I hear you on the weekend garden. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good. And Rufus, you, I'm sure you know this gentleman, Jim Crawford. I certainly do. He's a former representative state senator. Yeah. And a gentleman from way, way back, a yeah. tremendous fella. Absolutely. And J.C., let me tell you. You outdid yourself at the Chitlin Club. He, he spoke mighty highly of you, and of course he was born in Oxford, right across the street from the from the uh, 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 orphanage campus. And that's a pretty street. Oh, that, absolutely! Some beautiful homes. College, college, uh, yeah, Cottage Street. Mm-hmm. It uh, they re- uh, renovated a lot of those old homes, and you know it. It's worth a drive to go through there to see all of those beautiful houses. It looks like something out of a southern movie. By the way, J.C., I've had nothing but wonderful comments about your role at the Chittenden Club. You were on a roll. Uh, You were fantastic. People said, uh, the people that were new to that said, we've never encountered a guy like J.C. Knowles. 
And I said, well, you're, you're among a number of great people, and you saw J.C. at his best, and you were. But we can't disclose too much of what no, J.C. talked about since it is a, uh, we can't internal business. We can't talk about the disciplinary action that we, that we took. I was disciplined. Yeah. Now, I shouldn't, well, you, shouldn't say that, but I was. Well, you took it like a man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, yesterday, of course, I eat at Pam's every uh, lunch every Friday. Right. And when I went over yesterday, Pam and her sister came over to me and said, I don't know what we're going to do with you. Why don't you stand up and tell these people some jokes? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Ain't it the truth? I said, I, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> No, no, that's that's reserved for the weekend. Well, JC, don't you think yeah. we had a, a fine list of inductees this time? Oh yeah, yeah, I think huge, and, and uh, it was a good group. It really was. Are you going to stay in Pam's now for good? Yes, sir. As far as I know, we unless will. they kick us out. As long as I'm around, we will. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to find out because I want to make a plaque, and. Uh, I, I talked to Pam, and she said, yeah, post it in the restaurant anywhere you want to. This is the home of the famous North Carolina Chitlin Club. Absolutely. Correct. Absolutely. We only had the police stop by two or three times, so I, <laughs> I guess if we make the fourth in a night, that they might run us out of there, but I think I think we'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a, it's a great setting. It really is. Yeah, it's a perfect setting. Plenty of room. Get off here and you can uh, get somebody else on. But uh, this man, woman, was just finishing dinner, and he got up, went to the refrigerator, and got him a, a bottle of beer. And as he was going to his easy chair, his wife told him, said, that's the last beer you're going to drink. He said, what do you mean? She said, you drink too much, it's too expensive. It costs a lot of money, and you've got to quit. And he said, well, I saw you come in yesterday with about $70 worth of makeup. Why do I have to give up mine and you don't give up yours? She said, well, I, I get mine uh, makeup to make myself look beautiful to you. He said, God, that's what I bought a beer for. <laughs> 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 and, and the divorce proceedings are coming right along. <laughs> <laughs> JC, we love you, my friend. And, uh, we love you all. We sure do. Thank I'm glad you you're feeling good. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. JC Knowles, the one, one and only. JC stands for the proposition, don't take yourself so seriously. That's Nobody right. else does. That's right. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. It's 936. Mike Rayley here. Uh, Gerald Adams is with us. Uh, Rufus is uh, going out. He, he gets calls all the time. He's always cutting deals and uh, giving advice and talking to important people. So let's, uh, let's move along here with Donald, who's been waiting about 10 minutes. He's outside Broadway. How's everything in Broadway in beautiful Lee County? 
Hornet County side. County side. Oh, okay. I didn't mean to start anything, Donald. I, I, <laughs> no, you did. You did. Yeah, all right. Question for you, though. I got a, a weed that's growing up in my yard, and my wife is highly allergic to it. Oh. It comes up in a cluster, and it's got little red buds all over it. And uh, uh, is, it, is, it, is that considered a broadleaf, you think? I don't know what it might be. Probably. I would say yes. Uh, well, there's one way to find out for sure. You, you pray, spray one of the broadleaf weed killers on it, and you, you sh- if it's you know, 65, 70 degrees and warmer, you should know something in you know, five or six days. <laughs> From okay. that, but but probably does it? If you do, have you keep keep having it year after year? Yes, sir. I I spend hours and hours trying to pull them up. Is it flowers, flower, fl- red flowers, or stems, or leaves, or it's what? Got red bud, red flower blooms on it. Little small blooms. It's a pretty plant, but it's got to be a weed of some type. It comes from the cluster about ten inches in diameter. Yeah, I, I would be I would be surprised. Is it a real flexible stem to it? Not any kind of woody stem. No, it's it's not even really a stem. It's just it's only about an inch and a half high from the ground. Yeah, I I would be shocked if two four D or any of your your normal broadleaf weeds didn't didn't knock it out. Okay, that's what I need to find. I have one other question. Yeah, I have a camellia bush that I planted twenty years ago. And when I planted it, I had no idea how big it would get. I just bought it at a local nursery. And now it's huge. <laughs> now it's about 16 feet tall. And where I planted it like six feet from the house, it's, it's, it's all the way against the end of the house there now. And it's a beautiful tree. It's got beautiful uh, pink blooms on it. The ground gets covered with the, 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 the leaves from the blooms and everything. But it, where's a good time to trim that back? Any time after it quits blooming. So did it bloom in the fall, or is it like got blooms on it now? It's got blooms on it now. I, I would yeah. wait. I would wait and enjoy all the blooms, and if they're on there two more weeks or thirty more days, it doesn't matter. Uh, and that would be if it was the middle of March, or even first of April. Any any of the time in the spring or late winter would be fine to prune it. Uh, and, and How far you, back can I prune it, sir? You can go back pretty far on it. If it's a variety like that, uh, you, you can you, you can you can take it back pretty good. Okay, because it's a beautiful it's a beautiful tree. It's not I don't even call it a shrub no more because it's so big. I mean it's it's fifteen feet in diameter, but uh, but it's uh, it's, it's taking it over one corner of my yard. It's just taking it over, and uh, but uh, I just I, I want to trim it back. And I was just afraid how when and how far I could go back on it. Yeah, so I, thank y'all very much. You're welcome. Thank you very much for calling, Donald, and uh, good good luck with that. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. <clears throat> He's on the Hornet, side, Hornet County side of, of uh, Broadway. What if they got uh, something going on down there between the Lee County and the – is Broadway in Hornet or, or Lee, or is, they, is it uh, cut Broadway in half? Broadway's sort of half and half, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, I wonder if they, they got something going on down there, got some kind of dispute. They used to have something going on. <laughs> By the way, we heard from Joe the Bouncer. Uh, all right. Uh, he says the across from the cheese curds people, you can get sourwood honey. All right. Uh, and you make enjoy, a note of that. Enjoying the show this morning. The Bouncers. <laughs> Bouncers Incorporated. <laughs> uh, good, good boy. Good. Joe and Miss Susan Bouncer. Yeah, that's right. He's a, he's a good gardener too. Yeah, knows knows his stuff. You just can't get Daphne's to live. Well, it's it's a tough thing. 
I've got three now blooming beautifully. I've got just that one that, that keeps hanging on. That, that is a strange – Melissa was talking about that. We were standing out there the other day, and I uh, said, boy, you know, what is going on with this thing? But uh, it's uh, – Didn't someone the other day – Me. Was the, it Gerald the, that talked about the new variety? The, the Arboretum has come up with a variety that a number of the Johnson County nursery people are growing out, and they think it's – at this point, showing to be far more disease-resistant than any other Daphne you've ever seen. And I think possibly, I don't know if this spring, but I think by next fall there might be some of them available to the public. Now, is I it will, going to have a fragrance? I suppose to be fragrant, too. So I will, I will uh, keep you informed. Please. I want about five. <laughs> okay. Well, that's I was getting ready to say. How many do you want? Oh, no, let's go for ten, man. Uh, Spread them out. Well, that, that's what I've kept in in the way of the older Daphne Adora. Yeah, because you know, two well, I got always all, have a backup. I got all my information from Landis Hall, proprietor of Carroll's Plant Center, and uh-huh. I'll be calling him to tell him to put me on the list. All right, great. Well, give us a report. Great. Paul is in Wendell. Paul, how are you today? I'm doing fine. How are y'all? Oh, good. we're we're pretty good. Why well, we met Paul. Last year, out at the State Farmer's Market, we were glad to meet you, Paul. Yeah, it was very nice. I enjoyed that a lot. You know, it, you started off this morning, you were talking about McLean Stevenson. I hadn't thought about him in a long while, but he was such a nice guy. He was I funny. Had- he was really funny. And the last time I saw him was when I was covering the legislature. And this has been early 2000s, late uh late 90s and he was a representative for one of the uh, smoke detector companies and he was he was in the legislative press room because uh they were they were presenting uh, a bill that would require apartments in north carolina to rental properties i guess to have smoke detectors uh, I don't remember if it passed, but uh, he was there representing, and uh, you know that was the last time I saw him. I don't know. He, he didn't. He passed away not too long after that. But uh, yeah, he was he was a real card. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. You know what? He wasn't on all the time like a lot of comedians. You know, like Harvey Corman and Tim Conway. They were just funny when they. Woke yeah, up. I met you. Yeah, Tim know? Conway was up here. He he sat uh, where Gerald is sitting. <laughs> As a matter of uh, fact, he he, he was uh, doing something, uh, doing a play in town. Uh, he was he was a really nice person. Oh yeah, yeah, super guy. Yeah. The, uh, I had the honor of being in a play with McLean uh, back in the seventies up in Ohio in a summer stock. Company. Oh wow! Okay, well, wonderful. Good. So you you know of what you speak? Well, yeah, he was like I said, he was uh, he was a super nice guy, you know. Um, and I really had a good time. I was in this great play and uh, had a nice little scene with him. One afternoon during a matinee, he's supposed to, when I make my entrance, he's supposed to be standing there in a suit with a big cigar to hand to me. And I walked in onto the stage, and he was standing there in his bathrobe with shaving cream on the stage. <laughs> well, he... And I gave, him my, I gave him my line, and he looked at me blankly and said, Henry, I think you're going to have to make that entrance again. And I left <laughs> off stage, and I came back in, and I did it again, and he just looked at me, and he started laughing, and he couldn't even get the line out. <laughs> I did it about six times, and it was you know completely threw the whole play off, but 
it was one of the funniest matinees we ever did, man. He got more laughs out of that than he normally would, you know. Well, he was a he was a a, a great comedy writer. He wrote for shows, yeah. but he was also I think he holds a record for filling in for Johnny Carson the most of, of any, oh, I didn't know that. any of the comedians. He filled in a bunch. So that's that's quite a compliment for him. But yeah, he was he was wonderful on MASH and oh, it was yeah. it was crazy of him to leave and he realized it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to share that. I mean he was just you know, it's good to hear his name and uh I yeah. didn't realize he represented the Piedmont, but uh, he sure did. Yeah, he was the the TV TV radio spokesman for for Piedmont and uh, also for for one of the smoke detector companies. So, all right. Well, pre- that's all I all I got. Uh, will you take care, Paul? Thank you. Thank you. You guys too. Bye bye. Bye bye. I took the last Piedmont flight out of Raleigh to Washington, and I remember the. Uh, Pilot's lobby was protesting and gave me a lot of problem, a lot of guff. But I wanted to take that flight because I had flown so many miles with Piedmont Mm -hmm. that I decided that I was going to get on that plane anyway. Yeah. And I did. Well, that's good. Yeah, Eastern and Piedmont are never more. I'm sorry, it was Eastern. Yeah. It was Eastern. I remember flying, uh, flying Eastern. Uh, Raleigh Durham. Uh, that was the first time I ever flew, and flew from Raleigh to Charlotte. My dad uh, went to Charlotte a lot because Buick had uh, the Buick division of General Motors had a a big big offices and stuff down there, and uh, that was kind of a regional headquarters. So he went down a lot, and he took me with him. But we had a good time. Walked out onto the tarmac though to get mm-hmm. get to the plane. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, Steve is in Garner. Hey, Steve. Uh, you guys were talking about the uh, super sod. Yes. Earlier with that guy that wanted to know what the different types of grasses look like. Yeah. They have a sample garden right at their entrance where they have a sample of every sod that they have growing. Right. That he can look at it in an actual um <laughs> Live grass. <laughs> like, a, like a big a yard with different types of grasses in it. Yeah, and they also have a, a robot mower that cuts the grass. Um, do you remember uh, when you guys did a remote down in Uquay at that uh, retirement? Uh, Windsor Point, yes. Mm-hmm. I won a variegated Daphne from... Uh, from uh, Nelsa, yeah, and it is really a really nice plant, and it's still alive. Oh, that's wonderful! Uh, yeah, keep like your that. fingers crossed. Yeah, absolutely. It's been about six years, right? Something like that. That's good. It is a very slow grower. It sure is. It, 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 it's not much bigger than what it was, but I tell you what. It will absolutely knock you out with the uh, aroma. Right, especially uh, this week when we've had a semi-warm day. You get a little more yeah. fragrance. When it when it gets warm, that thing will actually, I mean, you can walk in. It's like walking into a bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a lemony fragrance, I think. And I made one mistake. I planted a really nice Daphne 
down below my uh, swing in a protected area. I didn't realize that the, the city of Garner, I mean, the city of Raleigh had that as a right-of-way for sewage. They came in and tore everything that was in that off and cut my Daphne down <laughs> to the ground. Oh, my. Oh, and I was so pissed off. That anyway, <laughs> oh, well. It's my fault. I, I don't think I you can say that on the radio. <laughs> Okay, Steve. You guys have a good. I just thought I'd mention that about yeah. the uh, turf. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it. And see what the turf actually looks like in a growing situation. Okay, you All take right. you take care. I've enjoyed listening to you guys. Thank you. Let's uh, talk to Kitty in Durham. Kitty. Yes. How can we help you? Well, I have a problem with creeping Charlie. The plant, it's invading my grass, and I'm having trouble killing it with anything. What do you recommend? That's the first cousin to Creeping, creeping Jenny. Yeah, Creeping Charlie is pretty common around here. Gerald, do you, do you have any proposals? Yeah, I mean, obviously Roundup would kill it, but then, you know, if, you're, if it's intermittent in your grass... I mean, I don't know of anything off the top of my head that's going to kill it that won't kill whatever grass you've got there. Yeah, that's been my problem. That, that the, would, grass, the weed killers haven't been killing it. Yeah, it's too... Um, I don't... It's rare that uh, Gerald is is uh, stumped. Well, no, by I can, I can kill it for you easily, but the, it's, it's kind of like when you have Bermuda growing in your fescue. I can yeah. kill the Bermuda, but you're gonna kill the fescue too. I mean, yeah. there are some very expensive chemicals that will work on that scenario, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head that would kill it and not harm. What what kind of grass do you have? Is it Bermuda or fescue or? I have a little bit of everything because I've got some places that are total shade and others that is full sun. So, uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Whatever will grow wherever. So, so is it uh, all over the yard, or have you just yeah, got one place in particular? Yeah, I'll have to do a little research on that, but I don't think that there's going to be a. Uh, a good solution for you because I don't, uh, you know, as in most perennial plants, uh, there sometimes you have you ever tried putting a pre-emergence out this time of the year to keep it from coming back next year? No, because I thought it came back from its roots. Well, if it dies, it, it's possible. We haven't been having cold enough winters to kill anything. Well, that's yeah. the truth. And that's some of the problem right there uh, as well. Um, I mean, it has stayed green and, and growing all winter. Well, that's that's really surprising with that 10, 12-degree low night we had. Well, that, it, that, that That didn't knock it back. It, didn't not, it wasn't cold enough long enough, apparently, to, to do anything to it. And it doesn't. It stays really, really low, doesn't it? You know, oh, yeah. I've had some luck in the past with in the hot weather cutting. Of course, this was in a Bermuda where I could cut the grass down to like an yeah, inch. I can't do that. And 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 it, and it yeah, I was able to choke it out from from the hot weather doing that. But that scenario didn't look like it. Stay in touch next week. I'll try to call in if I can find anything this week that might work. Okay. Well, I've got one other. 
Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. It is, I have a drainage ditch that runs through my property, and it is absolutely rampant. But last year, I took my weed eater, and I kept every blossom from blooming. And so far this year, I haven't had anywhere near as much of it get into my grass. Um, I've dug up every piece I could get last year, and nowhere near as much this year so far. Uh, but I took it, I just kept the weed eater and kept going down and just skinned the buttercup, its leaves and blossoms just down to the ground. Yeah, that's probably a, a good, safe way to handle it. I mean, uh, there's no other way. I'm on a drainage ditch that yeah. goes straight into the Eno and, of course, on down to the ocean. And so putting yeah. out too much um, of the killers is not good. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I do have one possibility for you. I just did a little check here, okay. and it seems to show that Dicamba can work on Creeping Charlie. Okay, what is it? Dicamba. D-I-C-A-M-B-A. That's the same thing we were talking about earlier, taking care of clover. Yeah, and I, that's it, in most broadleaf weed killers. You have to look carefully at the label because sometimes it won't be added to it. Okay. Like 2,4-D is, is not added to that. But if, if you will look and find that as one of the active ingredients in the fine print at the bottom, okay. I would give that a try on it, and I think maybe you might can get some results. Is there a certain percentage that you would want? You'd or? have to read. The label should tell you yeah. how much. Can you buy you know. it uh, singly? Singularly. Uh, I think that you would be able to, but most of the time it's probably going to be, you usually see it in a mix. Yeah. Okay, uh, I know a lot of the Gordon. D-I-C-A-M-B-A. D-I-C-A-M-B-A. Okay, you know, what's the first two letters? D, D is in dog, I-C-A-M-B-A. You okay. know, it's technically salt of the cam, but it has this long word that none of us yeah. can pronounce <laughs> after it. Yeah. Uh, but it is often one of the... One of the chemicals in some of you, your better broadleaf herbicides usually have two or three different chemicals mixed together to try to get the broadest selection of weeds. But if you find that on there, I think that's worth giving giving a try to see if you if I think you might can get some results. And you're talking about the drainage ditch is something that we try to preach to people all the time. If you can get the stuff before it blooms then you may knock out a lot of mm-hmm. next year's problems. Right. But once you let it bloom, yep. all of you, now you're going to have seed everywhere. Because it goes from bloom to seed overnight almost. Very right. quickly. And if you're when you're reading that label, Kitty, uh, look at the temperature range, too, right. for applying. And water and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got all of that. But, yeah, I've just been fighting it, and it's winning yeah. Than me, so. Well, you you let us know if that works. Okay, I will. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's go to Rose Rhodes from Princeton, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Rose. Hey, how are you? Well, pretty uh, good, thank you. I think I have arrived. You know why? Why is that? When you think of Princeton, you think of Rose Rhodes. <laughs> That's right, or Johnny Hood. <laughs> and I'm so pleased. Yeah. So uh, can can we take a cutting of a camellia right now and? Well, I usually did mine in you. Pet, it, I, I was it was hard for me to get hardwood cuttings to root, and so you need to wait until like March. Okay. And and would you be taking the new growth that's a lot more flexible to make your cutting from Rose? 
Yeah, when it gets, you know, you can bend it and it will not break. Right. It would break if you bend it hard enough. But it has to be kind of woody instead of real soft. Now, Ann used to talk about July. That's probably right. That's With her camellias. Root things. Uh, but I guess it just depends on how warm it is right. around here. And to... Now, what I, I have had, and I love to do that, is air layer. You get a, a good <clears> plant early. If you air layer something. Yeah. And when I air layered the camellias, I think I talked about that last week, I cut all the bloom buds off except one. And then you have a beautiful plant you could sell the next fall with one bloom on it. So I love that. Well, did you hear the lady calling about wanting the real old-fashioned tall azaleas? Yeah, I heard her say something about that. And I, 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 I bet you you've mean. got some. Is it those Karuma azaleas that get so tall? There are there are some of yeah. those, yes. Oh, Formosia. That's another. Formosia, yeah. I have some that are tall. <laughs> Most of mine are too tall. <laughs> but I don't know much about azaleas now like I used to. <clears throat> well, I'll tell you, I, I have some Encore azaleas that just – that there's seems like there's always a couple of blooms on on them. There four or five uh, kind of in a group, and they just continue almost year round. Uh, oh, that's yeah. That um, is that the rebloomer. Yes. Yeah. I well, it, I've I've had it. Uh, these have been in my yard for uh, since like '08 uh, or '09, something like that. So they're they're getting on up there in in size, and uh, they, boy, they have been that's really good investment. Well, Rose, I found it easier to root azaleas in water, plain water, than than camellias. Oh, I never tried that in water. Yeah, it took a couple tries, but I did it. So where where did you cut the stem, Rufus? Well, right right uh, below above uh, above uh, a bud. Right below a bud, okay. That's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. All right, very good. And and do you remember how long it took? Four tries. Did, four did you have to add any? I did root tone. Of root tone? All the things, but okay. I kept trying and trying until I finally got one going. And now now it's about a foot tall after four or five years. Oh, well, isn't that nice? You have it outside? Yeah. Okay. So still, still in the pot. We got about twenty seconds. A little observation: I took tomato cuttings to suckers one year, uh-huh. put them in a solo cup, stuck some in a mason jar. The ones in the mason jar had roots out fifty times faster and quadruple long the ones in the other cup. Was that because the sun hit it? Yes. No, that's because there was hard liquor in there. <laughs> no, oh. that that was the sun being able to get through <laughs> to the There's roots. Moonshine in there. Rose, uh, take care, young lady. Look. Now's a good time to plant your onions. And well, hold, hold on, and we'll be right back with you. All right. All righty.